What's up, tea drinkers? Who's ready to spill? Welcome to The Tea with KG, hosted by your girl, Kaylee Grace. Here you'll find your weekly boost of real talk mixed with laughter, healing, and all of those vulnerable, messy moments in between. The Tea with KG is a safe space for you to show up exactly as you are. We are here to share real-life stories from around the globe and be a community of love, joy, and celebrating life. This is a real-deal show, so there will be coarse language and sensitive topics discussed. The most beautiful stories oftentimes emerge from the darkest of places, and we're here to explore it all. There's room for everyone at this tea time, so grab your drink of choice, spark it up, or just relax and soak it up. Cheers, and let's spill. What's up, tea drinkers? We are back with our third installment of the Sex with Shauna series. We have our girl Shauna back in the house with us. If you are new to the podcast, this is your first time tuning in. Sex with Shauna is a monthly series that we've been doing. And if you'd like to hear more about Shauna's story, what she does, all the good things, her original episode is episode 32. So you can head on over there and have a listen. Or if you're curious about the other Sex with Shauna installments, we've had episode 52 and 56. And this is our third one. So happy to have you here. Happy to have our girl Shauna back. How you doing? Oh, so nice to be back here into this safe little space that we've created. It's just become such a fun part of the work that I'm doing, being here with you and having all this interaction with your viewers has been remarkable. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody. I love it so much. And yes, piggybacking off of what Shauna just said, thank you so much viewers, listeners, it's been so much fun getting to interact with you each month and doing our giveaways and really just opening up the floor to have those open conversations. Like I know Shauna has had some amazing, amazing connections since we've started this series and such great opportunities. And actually we'll plug in some of the fun stuff Shauna has been doing. So expressing my gratitude to you for just bringing everything to us because it's just so great to open up this floor to a part of everyday life that we need to talk about, honey. So love Absolutely. That. And I just, the conversations have been so juicy and it amps me up so much. Um, I think people maybe for the first little bit were hesitant to reach out and actually start asking their questions. So for those of you who have been coming forward and really just breaking down the stigma and cultivating these conversations and then coming back and telling me what's working, what you love. Oh my God, I love that. So please don't think that that's weird. Please send me all of your positive (laughs) reviews because it seriously fuels me. I love it. It's fantastic. That literally made me so happy to hear you say that. And that's it. We're, we're, we're doing it. We're breaking those barriers down. And I'm just so freaking here for it. So gratitude all around viewers, listeners, Shauna, all of it. We're here for it. So this month we are talking about sacred sexuality. So I am so excited to dive into this topic. As everyone knows, if you've listened for a bit, very into the spirituality here and of course the sexuality as well. So I can't wait to really dive into this topic because it is so vast. I mean, All the topics we touch on in this series are very vast. There's so much information, but this one's going to be super special. And I'm really excited because it just combines everything together. And I've always said, and Shauna and I have said on previous episodes, how we really do view 
sex as being so spiritual and energetically charged. Mm -hmm. So I'm just so excited to dive in. So I guess to start, we'll start with like a good old definition, a little vocab. What is sacred sexuality? There's so many definitions out there and I think it'll differ for everybody. Um, But one of my favorite things that I came across when I was really looking to narrow down what it was, it said, what makes something sacred is our relationship to it. Mm. So when we talk about sexuality, we talk about, you know, what is our intentional relationship to sex? What purpose is it serving us? Uh, What is our masturbation practice? What is the practice with our partners? Oftentimes, um, the intentional choices that we make to use sex as a means of like connecting to that divine right? Making it more than just the physical act, because so often that's what it becomes, mm-hmm. right? It's that get in, get out, get our, you know, basic needs met and then move on because we're all so busy. And I mean, you and I just talked about this before the episode, but how disconnected we are from ourselves. Yes. So if we're looking at sacred sexuality as being this means of connecting to ourself, connecting to our partner, connecting to the divine energetic universe around us, Yes. That to me is what sacred sexuality looks like. And it could it could be presented in a myriad of different ways. Absolutely. I love that. Here for it. I view it like that's how I feel about it as well. But like, I love that you said, however it speaks to you, go with that. Because that's the thing with like spirituality in general. I, I know there's groups of different things that believe in the same thing, but I, I still think it's such an individual-based thing, no matter what. If you're praying or whatever, talking, it doesn't matter. You're the only one knowing what's in your head. Nobody else knows that. So I think the divine and your spiritual connection is purely your own. And you might share certain things with some people. Great, but it's still yours and lean into whatever feels right for you. So love that. Absolutely. And again, emphasizing the fact that divine, sacred sexuality, it can be with yourself. Mm-hmm. And it can be with a partner too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the, the conversations I'm ha- having lately, it's funny how the universe works. We talk about always. this all the time too, right? <laughs> yeah. but it's always like what it, what you and I are going to be talking about. I've always got clients coming to me right up to it. So it, it, it's just miraculous to me, but me look too. at yeah, for it. <laughs> it's using masturbation as a form of mindfulness practice. Mm-hmm. has become like my favorite prescription to write out to people. Yes. Right? Like, I'm giving this doctor a on much, but I can prescribe that pretty easily. <laughs> oh my God. I love that so much. And I love that you brought that up because it always starts with us. Always. Doesn't matter what you're doing. So I love that you brought up that masturbation is that form of like mindfulness because it's true. It's like, in order, I think, to be so connected to another, you've got to be at least a little connected to yourself. It's okay if you're not totally, you know, we all have kinks to work out, let's be real. But I think that it's like anything in life, right? It always starts with you. So love that. Yes, absolutely. And I think we lose sight of that. And mm-hmm. that goes back to what we intentionally choose to use sex as or to view sex as. Mm-hmm. Because for many, many of the vulva owners, especially that I work with, we become so detached from our own pleasure in a sexual experience that sex doesn't become about this 
divine connection to ourselves or to our partner or to anybody, um, it becomes about how do I please my partner so that we can get through this and then move on with the rest of our day. Uh, and I'm not trying to make what? it into a feminine, masculine thing, but we're just going to speak. I'm speaking from a woman's standpoint myself that just when you said that, it just reminds me so much of like the patriarchy, like women just forgetting our needs and just serving someone else. And like, I feel I'm so guilty of it. But for me, it's like a people pleasing, like I'm a recovering people pleaser. We're going to call it that. But like always thinking of others first. And it's like, yes, it's beautiful to be kind and considerate. But honey, you got to fill your, your fill your cup first, too. So yes, absolutely. And you hit the nail on the head, right? Like through the patriarchy, that is how sex has shifted. We've lost the sacred component because it's all about, okay, that instant gratification of let's make sure our partner is happy and then move on. And our needs tend to come last in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So true. Stress is such a huge component to life in general. Like Shauna and I have been talking about this so much just lately, just messaging and just, you know, cause life is life. And even myself, I have been feeling the stress lately. You know, I had to take a break last week, which is okay. I'm still like, it's okay. You're allowed to do that. So honoring. I'm so proud of you for doing that. <laughs> Thank you. It was so I'm hard. So I, proud I, of you holding that space for yourself. Uh, I fought with that decision, but surprise again, always the universe showing what you need is what you're supposed to do. So many people resonated with that episode. And I was so surprised because mm -hmm. I was like, well, I'm not going to leave them hanging because I know there's, well, you're, you're one of them, like the, the listeners that tune in every week without fail. Love you so, so much for that. But yeah, I was like, I just want to at least say, hey, just need a little moment. And it was so well received. So thank you again for everyone. I'm glad that just me keeping it real <laughs> hit the nail on the head for some people. Oh my gosh. And it's so funny because as I was you know, preparing for this episode and what we were going to talk about, for some reason, I was so stuck. Normally it's like we're prepping for episodes. I'm like, oh yeah, ideas are flowing like crazy. Yes. And for whatever reason, my creativity was blocked when it came to mm -hmm. sacred sexuality. And I could not figure out why. And it was within like the first, I think I said the first 20 seconds of you speaking on that yes. episode, my channels just opened and ideas started flowing so freely because of what you were talking about. And when I was thinking about sacred sexuality and I mean, I'll speak from my own experience too. When I'm stressed, my libido is like out the fucking door. It's mm -hmm. not even on the same round of the game that we're playing. Yeah. Right. And there's many different reasons for why stress does that. But for the, the biggest reason is we go into that fight or flight state, right? Yes. So and your body's pumping brain. all kinds of things going on when that happens. Like, I don't feel like I, my body's mine when I'm in that state. It's weird. Like, it's like, everything is so on fire it's like and i know generally speaking like my ptsd symptoms like that fight flight it's not fun adrenaline it's like not group times and it just takes me to like even mentally a place that i don't love and it's just like you feel sick your heart's racing just everything so if you're not in your body and grounded it's like how can we expect to feel that way with our sexuality if that's in an everyday setting how you're feeling right well, absolutely. And I mean, energetics aside, physiologically, when we're experiencing a stressor, our brain reads that stressor, whether it's perceived or real, we read it as this is the, this is a danger. This is a threat yeah. to me. Yeah. I'm going to protect myself. Mm -hmm. I got to protect myself. Your body goes into protection mode. Yeah. So you're either amping up to fight 
you're amping up to get the hell out of there <laughs> or we freeze. Yeah. Or right? fawn. Yes. Or fawn. Yeah. None of these things are conducive to having great connected sex, right? Because exactly. if there's a threat coming into the room, having good <laughs> sex is often the last thing on our minds, right? Exactly. So that's, a, that's a protection mechanism that our bodies do for us saying, hey, it's not super effective to be turned on and orgasming right now. So let's use our, our blood for different things. Exactly. But what can happen is we are in a chronic state of burnout. We're in a mm -hmm. chronic state of overstress. So what happens then is, like you said, we become so detached from our body, become detached from our spirit, from our hearts, and we become detached from those around us. Yes. Right. It's hard to feel connected when we're in that, that chaos. Totally. And I feel like I can feel myself disassociate or like put a wall up or something. If I'm in a super stress, like from whatever external factors are going on, if it's like up here stress, it's like, it's wild. It's just like, I, again, I like, I don't feel like I'm in my body or like, I'm totally like walls up. I'm like protection mode ignite. <laughs> When we're dealing with all of the stress, we have to find ways to be able to like transcend that daily bullshit and move into a place of being able to receive pleasure. Yes. Right. So like kind of shifting that perception of sex to kind of one that we're coming home to our body when we're living up in this like external world, if we can start to come home into that body and into the relationship and the state of like being love not chasing love. Yes. Oh my God. I have to, I have to be like so much. Yes. Because I so resonate with that when I am in a energetic state of being love, it just exudes everywhere, everywhere else, mm -hmm. you know, especially with your partner who you're closest to, but no matter what, if you're walking down the street, if you're exuding and living in love, you, you, that energy goes off of you like the beautiful, beautiful, sparkly light. So totally. Absolutely. And when we're not in that space of love, what happens to our life force energy, that life force energy becomes stagnant. Yeah. Right. So it, it's not flowing freely through uh, our system and that impacts our creativity. It impacts joy. It impacts pleasure and all of these mm. things that are so interconnected when we look at, you know, like our root chakra, our sacral chakra, when there's blockages yeah. in those areas, the energy's not moving. That's right. right. That's so right. And I feel like your mood, it can affect so many things. And it's just none of that's exuding yeah. love, people. <laughs> Not for me anyway. No, but absolutely. But <laughs> I'm stressed. It's like, <laughs> Oh, I know. And I mean, we're not sleeping properly either, which means that we're not healing. Our brain's foggy. Just all of these physiological and psychological impacts that come from stress that make it so difficult to connect on any level. Absolutely. When we're looking at, I mean, if we can get into that kind of energetic flow, that life force energy flowing through us. When we're stressed out, what often happens is you might still, you know, have sex and you might still orgasm, right? Yeah. But generally speaking, if that life force energy isn't moving freely, we are orgasming at like a genital level, but we're maybe missing out on that full body transcension. Exactly, exactly. Nailed it on the head. It's so freaking true because that transcension is like, where am I? Why am I seeing the rainbow? Like all of the things. It's like an orgasm that you're like, what? This is real? And then like 
you just said that when you're not in that state and you're not connecting fully because of stress, burnout, et cetera, it is. It's just your bodily function. There's enough stimulation there, you know. Yeah. And then it kind of stops there. But the beauty is when we are able to come into our bodies, and I'm going to, I love the analogy of coming home to our bodies. Me too. Right. And being able to be fully present, we so often do not give ourselves permission to be fully present. Preach. It's so true. And like, you can have the moments where you're like trying to integrate that in consistently even, but life will still always try and pull you away from that. And I mean, very guilty of it as well. I try hard to consistently do the things that I know I need to do to maintain healthy levels, but sometimes just don't work like that. (laughs) No. And again, we live in a world of overstimulation. So being fully present in any capacity is difficult because your phone's going off or the dog's barking or the kids need something or you have a to-do list or the TV's on three doors down, right? Like there's always something grabbing for our attention. So much. And I hate it. I hate being overstimulated. Like so I, I would like turn the notifications off on my phone. And so I'm super slow sometimes, but I'm like, I can't have that thing dinging at me constantly and seeing the little red dot on the, oh, here comes Benson. He's like, she's getting excited, <laughs> but like legit, it's just too much. And I like, you literally nailed it. It's exact like our society today. That's, that's how we operate. Like, I feel like younger kids don't know anything different. So maybe they're used to it, but I'm still like, mm, run away too much. <laughs> Give me a piece of grass that I can just like earth into. And Legit. Alone, right? Yes. Yeah. So coming back in from that overstimulation can be really difficult. And in order to really, I mean, when we talk about making sex sacred, that can't happen unless we're present. 100%. So there's so many strategies that we can get into to actually become present in those moments. And you and it, cracked me up whenever we were kind of chatting back and forth because we were like bang on (laughs) with what was what was needed in a lot of those circumstances 100% like Sean and I always prep before these episodes and like we already know before we send each other stuff we probably wrote down pretty much the same stuff because our brains are like we're connected (laughs) but yeah when we were chatting it was so nice to just be on that same level and that same alignment because if we both thought of those things individually I'm sure the majority of listeners have have thought of those things as well. So I'm really excited to dive in. And I think, I mean, it all starts with your, your sexual experience. Your foreplay starts at the end of your last sexual experience. So there's like 20 minutes beforehand where things are starting. Like we're constantly taking in the information and our arousal is constantly building. So when we're when we're looking forward to having the sacred sexual experience, there's some, there's some work that's got to go into that sometimes, right? There's some reach. Oh yeah. And I think too, like, I'm going to say it, if you're uh, connecting with someone, not just with yourself, it, it it's literally like you just said, it's all of the stuff, the normal stuff you do throughout the day, the nice touch on the low back, the kiss on the cheek, the whatever, the little cute things throughout the day, the anything can contribute not only to the foreplay, but that's what's contributing to your connection with your divine counterpart. Like those, I always say the little things make the big things. And it's like those little things all add up to make this beautiful, huge experience when you get busy. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So making 
that intention, setting that intention, being purposeful with that intention to be able to say, you know what, this is going to be a sacred experience. Mm. Right? When we think of what, what we deem sacred in the world, right? Maybe that's prayer. Maybe that's, you know, church or religion or different types of rituals that we engage in. Sacred sexuality is very ritualistic as well. Mm -hmm. So what are the pieces that go into that? Setting that intention and then preparing for it. Yes. Start with that intention, baby, but then let's do some prep work. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And that can look a little bit different for everybody. What we need to be able to recognize how to get into that state and, and what supports us best in that state. That's right. And for some people that might mean their physical preparations, mm-hmm. right? Am I clean? Am I showered? What am I wearing? Am I put together? Yes. And I like that too, because you could look at the shower itself as a cleansing ritual experience. Like I do that. Like I will put on <laughs> meditations a lot of the times when I'm in the shower and I just like, I don't know, it helps. It gets me into the right state for just anything. And I like just envision the water cleansing everything away the day is gone and I just feel better when I'm like all fresh and clean. I think we all do. We're just like, mm, I'm ready for anything now. <laughs> uh, that's one of my favorite visualizations that I'll use with, uh, especially any of my clients that are dealing with PTSD or trauma or just really heavy shit that's been going on. Mm. I always say go to the water, whether that's, you know, free running water outside, whether that's Uh, your tap, your shower, all of that. And just visualizing as the water is hitting your body, just having that shit wash away, right? Having that heaviness, having that, that stress or that trauma, allow yourself to breathe a little bit deeper as that takes the weight off of you. Absolutely. I can't get over how freaky our souls are connected. Cause I was literally about to say, when you said breathe a little deeper, I was in my head, like, and take a nice deep breath while while you're doing the shower. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Focus on breathing. I've got a whole section on breathing and the importance of that as well. But this leading into just being clear physically, but being clear emotionally, mentally as well, right? Letting go of what we're not needing in that moment so that we can, again, be present and, and sacredly connected. For sure. And again, I am a woman. So this is, I'm speaking here. I know for me and many other Volvo owners I speak to, it's so mental for us. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying it's not for men, but I don't believe it's the same level in every circumstance. Again, I'm not trying to say everything the same, but just based on my experience and speaking with people, it's like, for me anyway, it took a long time to be able to quiet that noise and just like come into myself and my body and come home to myself, like you said. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're absolutely right because Often, I mean, we look at spontaneous desire, spontaneous arousal and responsive arousal. And for most vulva owners, we do tend to be more of that responsive sexual desire, right? We are, it builds up over time. It's not generally like, and again, this is speaking very broadly, so it's not that way for everyone, but typically speaking, it's not like, oh, I see something that turns me on and now I'm waking up and I'm good to go. Yeah. Right. It's like, okay, I see something that turns me on and then I'm thinking this and it leads to how I'm feeling or, or how I'm, you know, wanting to interact and, and we build off of that. Mm-hmm. Whereas for some people, it is much more spontaneous. And for those people, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But what tends to happen is we don't allow that, that energetic buildup. 
Exactly. And it's not to say you can't have both because you totally can. Absolutely. But yeah, the energetic, I feel like not always, but the spontaneous moments, I don't feel maybe have the intensity of the build up moments. If you, yeah. if, I'm like, if you know what I'm saying, like, I just feel like it, it just feels bigger and more intense. And it's like, whoa, spontaneous, still super fun, but it's just different. Absolutely. And I kind of like when you're saying that, I think of if you had like a bottle of pop and you, you crack open a bottle of pop, it's going to fizz up a little bit. And, and that's very spontaneous, right? But when you shake the bottle first and then you open it, you're going to get more of that buildup and explosion. That's the best analogy ever. That totally, totally nails it. <laughs> yeah. And then on top of, you know, preparing our, our body, preparing our mind for the sexual experience, we also have the space around us. And I think this is something that very often gets left as an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Right. I like, I don't know about your bedroom. My bedroom can be a disaster at times. <laughs> but like the clothes that I tried on that I ended up not it's wearing the clothes the chair and- always the clothes and mine are everywhere. And I'm like, Ooh, it's so tidy. And then I'm like, what am I going to wear today? Then it's not. Yeah, tidy. And then it, like stuff starts <laughs> flying everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Having like clean sheets, having a nice smelling candle or, um, like something that smells good in the area. Yeah, right? definitely. And like the, I'm very sensory. So like the yes. touch, like silky stuff. And like, of course, music, the candles, the whole mood, the ambiance of the room, it can like bring it up some levels for sure. And plus too, it's nice. Like when people put the effort in, it's like, oh, for me. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think when we talk about being present, what is the easiest way to be present? And it's through mindfulness. How are we mindful? We're mindful as we like connect to our senses, right? So that's, right. I, that's one of the biggest things that I can put out there is when you're trying to, to cultivate this safe space for having these, you know, fantastic sexual experiences, whether it's a quickie or, or something that's, you know, longer and more intentional, it's what am I seeing? What, what is around? Is the lighting good? right? Mm-hmm. Is it overstimulating or is it a nice soft dim light that that's going to make me, um, make me feel, feel sexy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sexy. And like the sounds, like, like if there's a movie on, that's like having the weird, like really violent or really weird noise. Sometimes that can be really distracting. It's like, no, oh. put on a hot song. Let's put the music on. Like, let's go baby. <laughs> Absolutely. And like, again, going into the intention and preparation beforehand, create a really great playlist, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing can kill the vibe faster. And I mean, my husband will attest to this because we had this <laughs> happen the other day where this terrible song comes on in the middle and you're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. Right? And I'm someone like, I mean, we can joke and laugh about burnout and stress, but I am someone who I know that I get overstimulated very easily. So yeah. when I'm trying to create that, that space of presence outside of being stressed out, I need to make sure that stimulation is going to be positive stimulation and not, not all of the chaos. For sure. Oh my God. (laughs) Nothing kills a mood like that. It's like, huh? (laughs) But if you, and I think I like moved and I hit a dog toy that one of the dogs had like (laughs) rolled over as well. And I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. Right. So being aware of your environment and preparing preparing it for this kind of uh, space that you want to have. Mm-hmm, 100%. And it's like, it's not to say every single time it's going to be like that, but 
integrating that in and being mindful, like Sean is saying, and making that a priority, maybe it's every time for you. Maybe it's every now and then. Who doesn't matter. Whatever your float your boat, do that. But, and I think too, it can bring you closer just because it shows love to me. I'm like, Yes. that you did that for me or like or it's how you can show love to your partner like I love doing thoughtful things or like putting a little extra effort in with stuff like that because it really makes a difference yeah and I mean we talked I think it was last episode about strengthening those pleasure pathways and we know that our brain associates when there's something really good like orgasm right it will associate the other elements that are present when that orgasm comes so that mm -hmm. the next time they, you smell something or the next time you see something that was present in a past really good sexual experience, your brain, your arousal is already going to be like, Ooh, I know what's coming. Oh yeah. For, right? Yeah. The songs for me, it's always yeah. the songs. I'm like, Ooh, I like that Absolutely. one. <laughs> yeah. So then even when you're hearing it outside of that sexual experience, your brain's already thinking like, oh yeah, let's make this connection. Yeah. It's adding to that, that foreplay, like you said, like from your last experience to the next one. I love that. That's yes. hot. <laughs> Absolutely. And then incorporating sensory items uh, as well in terms of texture. So you mentioned like silky, uh, silky sheets, cozy blankets, um, mm. making sure like you don't want to be sweating in your room. You want the temperature to be good, but you don't want to be freezing either. That yeah. to me is another quick way of pulling me outside of outside of my body, right? Like if I'm focused yeah. on my feet being cold or feeling too warm or anything like that, you want to make sure that the space is comfortable. 100%. Yeah. It's, it's like anything. I don't like being too extreme on either side. I'm like, if I'm too cold, don't love it. If I'm too hot, I... I hate being too hot because that makes me feel like sick. I'm like, I'm going to throw up <laughs> like, too hot. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Not what you want in the middle of a great sexual experience. Right? right. I'd have to be like, okay, this is a hot yoga class. Focus on, again, we're bringing it back to the breath. Focus on your breath and you can get through anything. I'm saying it. And that leads me directly into the next point. When we're getting close to orgasm, especially, or within sexual experiences, Something that oftentimes we do is we hold our breath and that constricts, again, constricts that energy movement through our bodies, mm -hmm. right? Many people have learned to orgasm, again, quickly um, and quietly, especially for vulva owners. That has been a huge piece of how we're showing up or socialized to show up in the bedroom. And that sometimes it's either holding our breath and not making noises or making noises that are inauthentic because right. we think that's what we're supposed to sound like when we're having sex. Mm -hmm. And I feel like your vocals should just be whatever comes out. Like, don't think about it. Just let yourself feel. And I think too, some people are more vocal than others. And that's fine. If you don't want to be vocal, you don't feel you have to. But if you, I don't know, for some, I think it's a natural thing. And like, sometimes it's like, what octave did I just hit? Like, you know what I mean? Because you're not expecting some of these noises when they're truly like, just you're in your body, you're in the moment, there's no distractions. It's just pure connection. It's, it's amazing. And I think it's healing too to like release that that throat chakra. <laughs> so again, you just touched exactly on what I was going to say. Because when we are breathing freely, we're allowing that breath to move, we're opening up that throat chakra. Yes. So the other bonus to having that throat chakra open is that you are able to be primal. You are able to be making the noises that you, you know, naturally want to be making and that you can like intuitively 
ask for what you're looking for. That's right. Absolutely. Right? And that's so key. And like, it should never be something that is shamed or judged. Like there should be a safe, open communication in that way. And it, you know, the conversation can go whatever way it goes, but it, it should be something you feel you can say because the throat chakra, when she's blocked, honey, like you got to open that up. Absolutely. And we like, there's so much shame still associated with talking about our sexual wants, our sexual needs, our sexual desires, all of these things. So when we're not talking about it, we're inhibiting, we're again, like putting barriers up, blockages up for this life force energy, because we're not intuitively following our pleasure. That's right. And we're saying that, you know, my pleasure doesn't matter. Quiet it down. And that blockage will show up in one way or another. Like it's so, it's so fascinating to me how, when you're not honoring an emotion or speaking up or whatever the case may be, it manifests in the body or somehow it will make its presence known. It's so interesting to me. Absolutely. And it builds resentment too, a lot of the times, Mm -hmm. right? If that throat chakra is closed and we aren't, we aren't vocalizing what it is that we need, we can become very resentful. And then if we're not following our pleasure, because we're focused on pleasing our partner or not upsetting them by asking what we want, then we're again being pulled out of our bodies. That's right. So to bring that mindfulness back in again, it's like, how do we isolate where we're feeling pleasure? How do we focus in on where that pleasure is? And then how do we help it grow? How do we build that pleasure? So it goes from, you know, just that genital orgasm to feeling it throughout our body to really like cultivating and expanding this Mm. life force energy so that you're getting those mind blowing rainbow seeing orgasms. Yes. You're transcending to like another universe. It's like, what planet did I just land on? Like it's out of this world. Mind blow emoji. Boom. Boom. Absolutely. So when you're in that sexual experience, this is also a really great exercise to do um, going back to mindful masturbation, right? Getting used to feeling like, okay, what does my the beginning stages, the early stages of my arousal feel like? Where can I find that, right? Mm-hmm. Often it's, you know, within the genitals, within the clitoris, um, maybe a little bit internally as well. So if you can bring your attention to that, focusing on breathing, right? When you're getting close to orgasm, you might notice that you're more apt to hold your breath, but let like really focus on keeping that breath going um, and see if you can almost visualize that like little ball of life force energy growing and, and expanding up through your system, right? Through those chakra alignments so that, that we can really transcend and really break through some of those barriers that come up. Mm, I love that. And like, oh, I, I say it, I said it before, but I'll say it again. Breathing, it can take anything you do to a beautiful place. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about hyperventilating because that's not a beautiful way to breathe. That can make you pass out. We don't want to be doing that. But like those beautiful deep inhale, exhale. And when it comes to sex, when it comes to getting through that really hard set of your workout, when it comes to holding that yoga pose, when it comes to grounding your body because you're upset, the breath is like so underrated. People sometimes laugh. They're like, well, yeah, duh, of course we have to breathe. I'm like, no, there's a difference between breathing and intentional breathing. Like it can just, it can work wonders and it's our tool. We have it. It's free. We can use it. Why don't we? Like, Absolutely. I had a yoga teacher a while back 
uh, comment on how dangerous we now find the breath. And the pandemic has made that so difficult because you've learned to almost instinctively hold your breath. You've learned yeah. to, you know, not expel a cough or to not to not fully engage in breathing exercises because it's not safe. And I'll use mm -hmm. not safe for those that aren't watching like in quotations. But I think that translates into other areas of our life, right? Mm -hmm. So that we're not coming into that breath and really, like you said, just making it intentional. This whole episode is about like, how do we add intention back in so that we're choosing to make the breath sacred, to make sex sacred, to make all of these experiences something sacred that we actually look forward to engaging in. Amen, sister. And it's, I love when everything we talk about can tie into your everyday life without intention and mindfully choosing how you live. Life can get pretty freaking miserable. And like, I know I'm no better because I've definitely had life take me down the negative path at times. I'm like, no, I'm like, let's go back this way. So if you let it, like life will push and push and push and you have to be strong in what you choose. Like, do I choose a lens of opportunity or a lens of victimhood? One of my other guests, Charity, was on a few episodes ago, talked mm -hmm. about that. And I loved it so much because no matter what, we do have a choice in how we proceed. Sure, there's going to be external things come at you. They ain't going nowhere, no matter what it looks like to you and your journey. But how you choose to go, that's that's your choice. Like, that's your power. Own it. Yeah, and I'm caveat that because I love what you're saying. <laughs> and I think one of the things that I hear so often, and again, has been coming up with so many of the clients that I have right now, is that when I'm not feeling that spontaneous arousal, when I don't wake up being like, okay, I'm, I'm turned on and I want to have sex right now. A lot of people will just be like, okay, so I just don't want sex anymore. So I'm not going to engage in it because I'm not aroused. And while I'm never, ever telling anyone to do something that they're not open and willing and ready to do, sometimes that willingness to try is what sparks that arousal. Mm-hmm. Right. So just because you're not fully engaged in the sexual desire in the moment, sometimes just having that willingness to be open to seeking pleasure. And again, putting orgasm like out of the question. But if you're willing to at least welcome in that pleasure as you come back into your body, sometimes that, that arousal will grow. Right. For we got to sure. start somewhere. So mm -hmm. the willingness to be open, the willingness to try is so important. I love that you said willingness to try because it's just, again, it's, it connects to life. It connects to everything. And it's so intriguing to me. And it just shows like sex is part of our human being experience. And when Shauna's speaking, I can literally apply what she's speaking about with sex to everything. It's, it's just, it's amazing to me. So if you're trying to like, move through your life. It's, it's how you choose to show up. And mm -hmm. I think even if you're feeling stagnant or unproductive or whatever, just trying, even though it's like the hardest thing in the world sometimes to just get out of bed or just, you know, put your shirt on in the morning or whatever. But if you try and like, if you're an entrepreneur that hard day, just get up the next day and try, even if it's not what you envisioned it being, it's a start. And like Shauna said, literally, it can grow and evolve into magic. Absolutely. And again, going back to that life force energy, it's all the same energy, 
right? Whether that's sexual energy, creative energy, all of these different pieces, it's all the same life force energy. So we just need to cultivate ways to welcome it back in and allow it to, to move freely. Absolutely. It's all connected, baby. I love it. Mm. And it's, I don't know, it just fascinates me to no end how like everything is connected. Absolutely. In addition to, I mean, the breath work, I'm talking a lot about mindfulness and and I recognize that it's not one in the same with sacred sexuality, but I think it's such a huge component because of the intentionality that goes into it. Reach. I think you can't have one without the other. Absolutely. So one of my favorite practices with sacred sexuality, again, whether that's by myself or with a partner is coming into my body through touch. right and the different elements of the touch and what that looks like so whether it's you know when you're in the shower and feeling the water hit your body and you're you know lotioning up or like lathering up I guess is the word um, (laughs) lotion after (laughs) whatever it is Um, (laughs) a really great oil like a body oil massage after a shower is just such a loving, intentional practice to do for your body, for your skin, especially, I mean, we're just coming out of winter and I don't know about anyone else. My skin has been so dry Mm -hmm. lately through the seasonal changes. So finding a really nice oil, it's also great to, to bring in for like massaging with your partner. Oh yeah. And like having, like, I have a lot of like problem areas. I go to an RMT no matter what, but with your partner, you can make it pleasure. Not that, you know what I mean? No matter. It's, you're still getting released from the muscles of the RMT. Not the same thing with your partner. You can make it sensual. You can, mm-hmm. and it's literally an expression of love. Like I know for me, physical touch is like top love language with quality time, but it's up there. So yeah. for me, especially where I do have so much pain in my like back from working out or whatever the case may be, having someone take that time to pour their energy into me through massage. I'm like, hell yeah. And I love to do it as well for my partner. I'm like, and sometimes, you know, they're like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, like I, I want to, like, this is me expressing love to you. And I know your muscles are going to thank me. Like, (laughs) and you, you need to have a nice oil or lotion or something. It makes it 100% different. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think when it comes to receiving massage or giving massage, that's such a connection of your, both of your energy forces. Oh, right. Oh, I feel like I am healing him when I do it. I'm like, I am healing you right now. Like, and it's just so, it's such a connection. Like, oh, yes. And if that's your intention that you're putting into it, that is what you're, you're, you're expelling through your body, right? You're literally putting that love and that care into, into that physical connection. Mm. So that brings me to this month's giveaway. Okay. So listeners, if you're new here, the sex with Shauna series, we do a giveaway each episode. It's super fun. It's always a different product. And I cannot wait for Shauna to tell us what do we got this month? So I've been having so much fun sourcing out these products. Um, <laughs> Best and job ever. <laughs> I, it's a really hard job sometimes. Um, but these are all products that I use. So anything that I'm actually offering to you as suggestions, they're always products that I use that I love. And while that won't be the same for everybody, I want you to know that so much care goes into it from my perspective, finding something mm-hmm. for you. Oh yeah. Shauna knows the ingredients. She does a thorough testing. Like 
it's not it's not just like oh I'll get this no no she does the legwork for us <laughs> and I love supporting local I've been finding so many great local companies uh, out here in BC which is just near and dear to my heart uh, being an entrepreneur being married to an entrepreneur um, and Preach just love to see our economy grow right absolutely and, and support people's hard work because we know if you are an entrepreneur props to you right now because it is so worth it but you have to do a hell of a lot of work so i would so much rather support like a not that a corporation does not have people but a real person you know with the business i'm like you worked hard and you put your heart and soul into this i want to support you well and when you can face to face have the conversation and meet the the creatrixes of these products that to me is so phenomenal right because right? you the, the impact Oh, um, yes. And the joy and like the love and you feel that energy. I'm like, give me more of that. Absolutely. So this is a fantastic body oil, body and massage oil from a company. I believe they're on the island um, called Bucinary. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I, that's how I'm going to pretend to say it. But it's the scent of this one is Langulang and Patchouli. Ooh, uh, those okay is. from an essential oil standpoint I did like a we did like an essential oil night and they gave me this it's about essential oils that are good for setting the mood or sexualness and those are two of them mm -hmm. so it, it is such a beautiful sensory experience it absorbs into the skin so nicely it's not greasy nothing like that and it, it's just so lovely for self-massage if you're not for you know ladies out there if you're not doing a, a thorough breast massage so one it feels fucking awesome <laughs> two that is how we this is my like prompt for breast health right mm -hmm. if you need to be feeling your body same with penis owners out there please be like touching on your testicles and feeling around there so that if anything shifts you you are in tuned enough with your body to know when your body is out of sync with its norm it's just deviated from its baseline yes. Absolutely. Literally what she said feels great and it's good for your health. Win-win. Absolutely. Win-win. This is a great oil to be using uh, for all of those things as well as massage. I don't know that it's not good for internal stimulation. I always just recommend if you're going to be doing a genital massage, you are going to want to um, obviously use a nice product. Use a great water-based lube. Got some Speaking of, of. around too. <laughs> As per usual, Okanagan Joy is my go-to lube. Side plug to them. Intimatewellbeing.com has been phenomenal. Again, I've got to meet the, the founders of that company. They are from Okanagan, BC. Wine town. <laughs> wonderful ladies who have created this sex positive space. And they have given all of my listeners, all of my followers, 20% off Woo! everything on their site. They've got high-end sex toys. They've got great quality lube. Um, use code Fraser Valley Sex Therapist, all one word, gives you 20% off of anything over $69 on their website. 69, of course. I love of that. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you're going to do a genital massage, definitely do a nice quality lube that's not going to throw off your pH or anything like that. But Absolutely. if you're, you know, massaging the rest of the body a great quality body oil is wonderful so we've got this going out to a lucky winner this month as well as one of my favorite books um better sex through mindfulness this is uh research done by dr Lori brado out of ubc's sex research center 
she's amazing. I got to meet her a couple of months ago as well. Um, I fangirled all over her. I couldn't even put good conversation together. <laughs> and I was like, I swear I'm smarter than this most of the time, but I'm just so I'm excited. fangirling hard right now. <laughs> fangirling so hard. Um, she is lovely, wonderful, and is doing such amazing research on women's sexual health as well. Ooh. So two of my favorite products that I'm more than happy to send out to a lucky winner both, I'm going to point this out. I posted it on my Instagram live when I drew for the last one as well. All of the giveaways so far have had to New Brunswick. So we need to up our West Coast game. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, New Brunswick is representing the two New Brunswick ladies. <laughs> absolutely. They have been such great supporters. So I love sending things back there. Let's get the, the West Coast involved a bit more too. Yes, I love that. It also, I just, it gives me so much love for being a Maritimer because I just feel like that's so a Maritime thing to do is just support those hometown girls. And I just love it. So appreciation to our beautiful New Brunswick peeps. And also, as always, you'll also get some cute little rose quartz to bring with you, put it in your bra if you wear a bra, whatever. Cultivate that love for yourself, your partner, whoever, and just give that energy. So I'm excited. Yeah. In order to get your name in for the draw, you got to follow Kaylee and I on social media. So I am on Instagram and Facebook as Fraser Valley sex therapist. Mm-hmm. Kaylee with the T with KG. Yes. Facebook, Instagram. And if you have a YouTube account, go subscribe to the channel there. Cause if you like to watch or you can even just put your phone down and listen. We're over there too. Follow us and what you're going to be doing to get in on the draw, you're going to message Shauna. So you're going to have to follow her, one of her accounts, Insta, Facebook. She checks it all. And you're going to be sending three emojis because we've been talking about these things and we're like, what can we get people to send? So the first emoji is like the head massage emoji. It's very obvious. It's someone's head. There's all different there's like three different ones, I think, with the hands on the head. So that emoji, because we're giving away a massage oil. And the splash emoji, if you type in splash, it will pop up. It's just obvious reasons. I won't say anything else. We love a good gush factor around here. <laughs> we do. You know, we love the gush factor. And then the other one is the books emoji. So it doesn't matter which one, just a book, because Shauna's giving away an amazing book. So those are the three emojis. Message them to Shauna. It's the head massage one, the splash one, and books. So that's easy peasy. Easiest way ever to get in on an amazing giveaway. Absolutely. And I promise it's a good one. I, like I said, I love this oil. I use it all the time. And it really does hit your senses in a lot of different ways. So you're getting the touch, you're getting the smell, and just the feel good vibes that come from it as well. Yes. Ooh, it's like, all the sensory play and it's just i think sensory play is just a huge i think obviously there's people who respond more i am one of those people but i think no matter what they're a little sensory action nothing wrong with that because again it goes back to bringing us into the moment Mm. helping us be present mindful baby yeah so on that note i mean we all know what it feels like to finish right? Whether that means because we've orgasmed or because we're just over it. But so often that orgasm marks the end of play for a lot of people. So when we're talking about how to really make these sexual experiences sacred by yourself with a partner, I'm going to encourage you or invite you maybe to think about what it would be like to not stop at orgasm. How can you prolong the play? How can you prolong the pleasure? 
um, and, and keep going after that orgasm has occurred. Mm. So, that's I mean, that's baby. a great time for like toys to come in or more massage, different levels of play. So maybe you start using your mouth, maybe start using your hands, whatever that looks like for you. Shift your focus to a different body part. We have so many erogenous zones in our body. Mm-hmm. Start exploring. Oh my God. And like your neck, like your, my neck, my back. I can't say those two things without singing that song. <laughs> but like those areas. And again, we're all different. We all have different sensitivities, but I feel very sensitive to like those areas. And it's like, it sends chills all over my body. Like it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like the nipples, the feet, the ankles, the elbows, right? All mm-hmm. of these different areas that sometimes get neglected during sexual experiences. But one of the coolest things about, you know, inviting mindfulness into your play sessions, into these sacred spaces is kind of releasing our expectation or releasing what we know sex to be and expanding that. Yes. All about the expansion. Yes. And like cultivating this connection with ourselves, with our partner it's like, how do I learn to just engulf all of the pleasure? How do I chase that pleasure that's happening around me? Because what happens is when you start drawing attention to these different areas that feel good and almost like recognizing what the pleasure looks like, can you put a color to it? Does it have like a texture? Mm. Is it is it moving or is it staying stagnant? Is it solid? Is it fluid? All of these things, right? When we can start to recognize that pleasure, we can build on it. And as we build on it, allowing it to just edge up more and more. Because sometimes what can happen is we think we're done. We think, you know, orgasm has happened and we're over it. You can cultivate more and more orgasms as well Mm -hmm. for both penis and vulva owners. That's right. Absolutely. I love that. I mean, who doesn't want more orgasms? (laughs) Absolutely. And like when it comes to connection too, I feel like, eye contact can definitely deepen that. And I think, I mean, we're all different. I have struggled with it. I have to like make myself integrated in sometimes, not make myself, but I try to, cause it, it does give you a different connection and it's awesome. It's interesting though, like when we struggle with that in certain ways, it's like, you really gotta let yourself be vulnerable. I know that sounds so, oh, she, she literally, do you have this written down? <laughs> Vulnerability is what I was just going to talk about. That's fantastic. Because sex is so innately vulnerable. Right? right? So funny. I was like, of course we're on the same level. And that's <laughs> it. Like, and sometimes too, closing your eyes can help you get there. And that's totally cool too. But I feel like, yeah, a little eye contact in there can deepen it for sure. Absolutely. Allowing yourself to be vulnerable. Part of making sex sacred is feeling safe. That's right. right? And in order to be vulnerable, we have to feel safe. So being able to, you know, look into your partner's eyes, even connecting the breath with your partner's breath, yeah. right? Bringing in that, that energy into like, saying, yeah, yeah, getting in sync <laughs> with your energy can be so captivating and it can just enhance the experience so much. Because again, it's going back to that, that level of connectedness, that intention behind being connected in the present moment without any external distraction. 
Absolutely. And like, it's like, what do they say? The eyes are the window to the soul or whatever. Yeah. But you know, when you connect in, especially in that vulnerable state, it's like, whoa, energy flying. Like we are in this. And it just, like Shauna has said, it's just elevating it to that next level. And it's, you notice how everything we're talking about isn't a monumental thing. It's like a small little thing, but makes such a difference. And I just think if anyone can take that away from this episode, it's like, it's not, it doesn't have to be this mind altering thing that takes something to another level. It's the little things all adding up. Absolutely. And we're talking about a lot of different elements. And I, I think the expectation can be okay, I'm going to need four hours to have a sacred sexual experience. And that's not the case either, right? As you're getting used to incorporating these different elements and learning what, what makes sex sacred to you, what helps make that connection for you, it can happen in a much shorter amount of time. For sure. And I think like that's so, I love that you brought that up because again, everyone listening, myself, Shauna, we're all in a different place on that journey. So if you're, you've never experienced this, we have, you know, we've given you a lot of things you can look to, to integrate in. Maybe you're halfway along on the journey. You're like, Ooh, didn't try that. Maybe I'll integrate that. And these are all just little nuggets just to enhance your experience while we're here doing this 3d thing called life. <laughs> Absolutely. A really neat exercise that I've seen done in the past as well is to have you know, either be sitting sort of crisscross applesauce across from each other or have one partner actually sitting facing the other partner, maybe legs wrapped around the torso so that you're still sitting very, very closely and connected. Put a hand on each other's chest, right? Shana, did we talk about this or is this just stop it right <laughs> now? Oh my God. I literally have that it, this this one's freaky because I was like, are you sure we didn't talk about it? I literally the past few weeks have visualized that and like all of the things and it's so powerful. Continue because that just that blew my mind. That <laughs> one, just another one to, <laughs> to blow my mind. Love that. What I love about even the position of, I mean, crisscross applesauce, I'm sure there's a much <laughs> much more like sexy term for that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's coming to my mind right now. What I love about that is you get that sense of connection through your root chakra. So you're grounding down through your roots. If you're sitting, you know, connected at, at the root chakra with your partner, you're able to feel the breath as you're breathing, as you're making that eye contact, as you have the physical touch happening as well you're able to build that together. And I mean, mm. the nice thing about that position, if you're sitting in your partner's lap and you're breathing, you're also getting a little bit of that friction, right? Mm -hmm. So allow your body to be fluid. Again, going back to that word of being primal in these experiences is let your body move the way that it wants to move. Get yes. a little bit of that friction, right? Get a little bit of that grindy action happening because that is just gonna, again, cultivate that energy and allow it to come up. Absolutely. I love that so much. And it's like empowering when you allow your body to just move how it wants to move and you're connecting. And like when you have your hands on each other's heart, like when you're, if you're like, let's just say you're doing deep calming breaths, 
you're going to feel each other's heart rates go down. Mm-hmm. And it's just, again, that in sync, right? You're, you're, you are one. It's beautiful. And ooh, little grind action there. Mm-mm. And I mean, recognizing that some breath is going to calm you down and, and slow everything down. And there are breathing techniques out there um, that are going to amp you up and get that. Oh yeah. Fire up. breath. It's like, yeah. it is on and popping and hot. <laughs> And there's so many YouTube tutorials that you can look for and books as well that that can help you to see what are going to be stimulating breath work and then what's going to be more of that restorative breath work too. Absolutely. And this is not related, but kind of related whenever you just said YouTube, you can actually like if you're thinking, of course, if you have, I love music, so I have like a playlist, Mm -hmm. but there's really cool like uh, beats and stuff with different frequencies. Yeah. (laughs) Of course, connected on YouTube that you can put on, I mean, during solo play with partner play, whatever. And it's just like very magical as well. So another little thing you can try. And and that looks at like, I mean, sound healing from an energetic perspective and there's sound healing, there's frequencies available for everything. There's love and sexuality and healing and cleansing your space and helping your body physically heal too. Yes. Anything. I feel like I love that. I find I oftentimes go for that when I'm like, uh, like stressed or anxious or so I need to be calm. I love listening to like a nice sound bath or something. Absolutely. And even using it to cleanse your space, using frequencies to clear your space. If you don't have like sage or Palo Santos or cedar or something like that, that you can burn in the space, sound frequency, sound healing is awesome for clearing that, that stale, stagnant energy as well. Mm, I love that. Cause we were just talking about that before we hit record was just like, you know, spring is coming. We were like, okay, I want to, I just want to open these windows, cleanse the space. And yeah, I might put some beats on now. I was like, I got my sage, but (laughs) nothing wrong with some beats. Absolutely. You know, when you get through the experience, when you realize that, that you're done sexually, there's something that happens or that doesn't happen that we often don't talk about when we think about setting the sexual stage and that is aftercare and Mm. I'm talking quality aftercare this is such an underrated way to show love for yourself and to show love for your partner after again that that vulnerable experience happens showing that care showing up for each other and that can look very different for everybody how they would like it to to be as well Totally. I love that you brought that up because I think that's so important. Like whether it just be like a cuddle and just bringing your breath back down and just connecting. And again, it's the touch. You could be like laying on their chest. You could even like talk about it if you feel like it, because sometimes a little debrief is great. You know, it's positive reinforcement too. If it's something you like really loved, you can pump that up because there's nothing wrong with positive reinforcement in any part of life. So Oh, absolutely. And I think even just like making sure basic needs are covered as well. So I'm really big. Like I love having water around and if oh, me too. If, like sacred energetic work, especially, I mean, we should all be hydrating and hydrate, hydrate right <laughs> afterwards. But if you're doing any energy movement, it's the same as going for a massage, right? When you're getting a massage, they always tell you drink lots of water because you start moving all of these toxins around when you are doing energetic, yeah, sexual work, you're moving all of those blockages too. So we want to make sure that we're drinking lots of water to release the toxins, uh, replenish, rehydrate, all of those things, maybe have Mm. some snacks as well. If that's your thing, soft blankets, 
being, and all of this stuff that you want to have prepared ahead of time. Again, looking at the intention behind it, right? Mm -hmm. But making sure that you have like easy cleanup stations, whatever that looks like. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. So you're not just like looking for a dirty towel on the floor. Yep. Have the towels yeah. ready. Like <laughs> have some baby wipes, have whatever yep. you're going to need. Water um, by the bed, like make sure you're there and comfy. Some cozy blankets, um, mm -hmm. some ways to, again, just come into that calming restorative state afterwards, because we know that, you know, the high of an orgasm hits, but then there's a bit of a crash as we come back down. So mm -hmm. making sure, making the int intentional about having that, that come down as pleasurable, as intentional as the act itself. Yes. And it's again, as everything, such a form of love and care for your partner. Cause it's like, it's like getting that safety again, after being vulnerable, it's just like, mm, it's like getting the warm, fuzzy blanket wrapped around you. Like it's like so comforting. Absolutely. And to tie it back into the stress and burnout, right? If you're in the, the space of stress and burnout throughout your day, and then you have this insanely vulnerable experience, your brain can't distinguish that that's not a stressor, mm -hmm. right? So you want to be able to, uh, again, create this environment that lets your brain and body know, hey, I'm safe. It's okay to let our guard down. It's okay to Absolutely. be Absolutely. Mm, safety always. I love that. Mm, that comfort. <laughs> Benson's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's such always. a great smile right now. I know. He's like, ah, yes, aftercare. <laughs> Aftercare during self-play is so, so terribly forgotten. But oh my God, yeah. space for yourself and be like, you know, well done at creating this positive ritual. <laughs> well done. I well, like get that. Get it, girl. Do it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Thanks for showing up for you. Thank your partner. Oh. Thank yourself for being open, being vulnerable, being willing to take part in that sacred space. Mm, I love that. Gratitude is what's up. Mm. That was such an amazing conversation. And I really enjoyed it. Again, I knew I was going to because of how much I love the divine spiritual energetic connection that sex can bring you. So I want to thank you so much again for coming on, bringing your beautiful wisdom and just your beautiful soul. I appreciate it so much. And I know the listeners do too. And listeners, thank you for listening and reaching out and opening up the conversation because that is what we wanted to achieve with this. And I love that with each episode we put out in this series, it seems to be growing. And I love that. Yeah, it brings me almost to tears, just how humble it is for me to be able to, to come here and create this space, right? And I mean, we both come from the same small town where these conversations weren't out there. No. And I know that we're not alone in having to kind of find our way through them as we've gotten older. And it's, it's so, I am filled with so much gratitude to be able to cultivate that safe space for other people. It's amazing. Oh, thank you. Because it's just, again, it fills me with joy as well, because it's just why so much like weirdness about this? It's not weird. It's amazing. Let's freaking talk about it, right? <laughs> So I'll get you to plug in your socials. Also, tell us all the good things. Let us know what you're up to. Oh my goodness. So I feel like the last month since we've talked last time has been such a whirlwind. Oh, I'm just whirlwind. 
amazing things happening and coming this way. So I'm going to try not to like forget about any of them. <laughs> um, one of my favorites, I mean, I, I plugged it a little bit earlier in the session, but was being, uh, again, hugely honored to be called into a community of sex experts from all over Canada, some from the U.S. as well, through the intimate well-being community. Um to be welcomed into that space and seen as valued for the work that we're doing, right? And I love that. You deserve sexual. that. Like you deserve uh, that. It's so amazing what you're doing. Ah, oh, I love that. I love when people are seen and heard and valued. Mm -hmm. So they have just, they've created this beautiful community, intimatewellbeing.com. And they've got amazing free webinars that they give every month. So check those out under their seminar section. Um, there's a really great one coming up super soon, if it hasn't already passed by Dr. Carolyn Klein, who's talking all about sex toys. We've had like pelvic floor therapists in there. I'm going to be on there May 18th, offering a free webinar about dismantling sexual shame, um, which is just my soapbox. Again, I've got a few soapboxes that I've been <laughs> up and on lately, but breaking down those stigmas and, you know, cultivating conversations and creating space for people to ask questions and right. to recognize that what's happening with them is normal and that they're not alone in dealing with these things. Yes. No shame. No shame. Nobody's got time for shame. And uh -uh. That's, that's what we need to dismantle, right? Like, bring on masturbation, bring on play, bring on just seeking pleasure for what pleasure is. And I love yes. that they have created this space where it's all accessible in one space. They've got amazing lube, uh, Okanagan Joy, as I said. And the fact that they are willing to so kindly offer 20% off to all of our yeah. uh, all of our followers with code Fraser Valley Sex Therapist. They just started shipping to the States as well. So if you're Woo! down in the States, you can get your hands on goodies too. And their prices are already lower than most of the other sites. So wow. when I say that they're really trying to make sex accessible or pleasure accessible, they're doing what they can to really just bust fucking through these walls. And they're beautiful human beings. Like they're just... <sighs> They fill my heart so much. And they're very open about their own sex stories too. Yeah. And saying, you know, I was 47 when I first grabbed a vibrator and wow. didn't know what to buy. So now we want to have this space that, you know, we, we can make other people feel more comfortable than necessarily going on to like a, a cheaper store or one that doesn't feel aligned. Exactly. Right? Love yeah. it. Break those barriers down, ladies. Here yeah. for it. So I'm, I'm very humbled to be working with them and partnering close with them and seeing all that's going to be in store for that. I'm excited um, too. I'm so excited. And it's so beautiful that this group is so aligned with you because that's the key, right? Follow that alignment. Yeah, it was when they had originally reached out. I didn't know exactly what we were going to be talking about, but they said, you know, we've been following you for a bit. We'd really like to just have a conversation. And then it just we were, it's very similar to how you and I were vibing. The conversation just went so smoothly and we were bouncing ideas back and forth. And it's just something that feels very aligned in my heart. And I'll say it again, like I, I've never one to recommend something that I don't love myself. And I, I have pretty high standards when it comes to what's going mm -hmm. in or on my body in that way. So I, I'm so appreciative of the level of care that they put into their products to making sure that they're safe and sustainable, even down to their packaging. 
um, their lube comes in these great like glass bottles and they don't have all this extra packaging with them. So they want to make it sustainable. They want to make it, you know, as good for the environment, as good for your body mm. as they possibly can. So I love that. very much in alignment with them, which is fantastic. Yes. And then also yeah. I've been kind of dropping little plugs here and there. So your listeners will get it first. Ooh, um, we got an exclusive. I, I'm so excited to, because of how frequently this has been coming up in all conversations across the board with clients, um, in terms of masturbation still feeling so uncomfortable and so inaccessible for Mm -hmm. vulva owners out there. Um, There's still so much shame, so much stigma associated to it and not a lot of resources to learn what that could look like, how to go about it, right? I think we're used to that wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, your pleasure doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So I really wanted to open up a safe space for vulva owners to come and learn and explore their sexuality through masturbation. So if you're struggling to get out of your head or get into your body, or even with just like cultivating your own mindfulness masturbation practice, I'm going to be offering a 30 day guide to deepening pleasure pathways and elevating your self-love practice starting May 1st. Taurus season. Masturbation (laughs) May. We are coming for you. You know what? Pun is absolutely. Yes. We're also looking at like breaking out of the long dark winter and coming into spring and just like cultivating fresh, new, juicy, positive energy right? Yes. So I promise it will be short and sweet. It's going to be a quick daily practice, maybe a journaling prompt uh, sent to your email. So if you would like to sign up for that, like I said, I'm offering it totally free for the month of May. If you want to sign up for that, you can head on over to the link in my bio and pop your email in there and I'll be sending off some emails. I'm not going to spam you, I promise, but I'm so excited to just offer some different techniques, different products that are, that are helpful, but never necessary. And even when I'm plugging these products, please know that you don't need vibrators. You don't need all of these added things to have good sex. But they're just options. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) totally. It's just play. It's play, right? We're always bringing it back to play and have fun and explore, be open, all of that stuff to create that beautiful intention for your sacred sexuality. And giving yourself permission to put your pleasure first, Mm. right? To really own the fact that it's okay to feel good and it is okay to seek out the pleasure that you're looking for. That's right. Mm -hmm. And also for everyone listening, no matter all of the links and all of the codes for discounts, all of the things will be linked if you're listening to podcast show notes, YouTube description Mm -hmm. box. So there will be no confusion. You'll be able to find it. And if all else fails, just head on over to Shauna's Facebook or Instagram and she will help you find it. And like she said, link is in the bio. Absolutely. And please, if you have questions, like if you're looking at different toys, you're looking at different products and you don't know where to begin, shoot me off a message. And I'm so happy to help you find something that you align with. I loved after our toy episode, I got so many messages from people that were like, okay, so I'm kind of looking at like something that'll do this or, or do this. And I don't know where to start. And there's so many options and you're right. There are so many options, so many options and they're not all good. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, I've got brands that I stay clear from, and some of them are like, 
very popular brands that just don't work for my body. So I'm always happy to give an honest review on things that I have tried. If there's something that you would like reviewed, let me know that too, because I'm more than happy to put in the hard work for that. But just getting to know your body and getting to know, you know, what's out there. Mm, Absolutely. It's just coming back home, back into your body. Mm-hmm. So if you are new to this podcast, make sure you give us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. It has grown a lot. So we're not just Spotify, Google, and Apple anymore. It's pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast, you will find us. So wherever you're listening, give us a five-star review or send me a message. Let me know your thoughts. Always open to hearing that. And I love connecting with all of you. If you're on YouTube, like, share, subscribe, hit that little bell. And I just want to again express my gratitude to you, Shauna, and also to everyone who's tuning in. I'm so excited for our giveaway. So make sure you don't miss out on that. You're going to message Shauna. Remember the head massage emoji, the splash emoji, and some books emoji. I think there's a few different book ones. So just pick one. We're not picky. <laughs> Any your faves. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And just so everyone knows that giveaway will be done May 1st. So make sure you give this a listen, head on over to Shauna's page, message her and you have until May 1st. So lots of time to get those entries in for some amazing massage oil, a beautiful book and some rose quartz, all the good things. Thank you, everybody. We're going to call that our tea time for our Sex with Shauna series. We will be back next month. So if there's any questions, topics you want brought up, send either of us a DM. Shauna's our sex expert though. So if you want direct answers fast, just go right to her, go to the source <laughs> and we will compile it all and put some magic together for you next time. Sending love and light to everyone as always. And we will see you next week. Oh, oh, oh.